It's the Morning Blitz. What is this, amateur hour? Weekday mornings from 7 to 8 Mountain, 8 to 9 Central on 1025U Rock and the Rocking M app. Thanks again to Jesse Newell for joining the show. Uh, really appreciate him. Great stuff on the Kansas City Chiefs. Missing him, but catch it up on the podcast if you need to. Uh, we do have a chance to win from the Kansas Lottery right now. If you'd like to win sparkling cash, instant scratch tickets from the Kansas Lottery, you can do so by texting in the word sparkling. Sparkling is the word you got to text to 785-899-2222. Text in the word sparkling, and you could be a winner from the Kansas Lottery with some of their instant scratch tickets we'll be giving away uh, here the rest of the week and into next week as well. We actually already have a winner. Uh, ben texts it in, and we'll take more. We have, we have, a, we're behind schedule. We actually have about three to give away today. So if you want to text the word sparkling, we got about two more left to give away here on this Wednesday. We were talking real quick before we get to cultural power five. You were talking about last man stay. We were talking about, of course, tool time. Last man standing is the recent Tim Allen sitcom where he has three daughters instead of three boys. That show also fantastic, absolutely a phenomenal show based out of Denver, Colorado. But tool time is his original. Uh, with three boys, and honestly, that was you. If you watch both shows, they're kind of similar, just different mm. twists. But both, so I both must very amend good. A statement. I must amend my statement from earlier. I have seen Last Man Standing. I have not seen Home Improvement. When you said that at first, that's what I thought of. So there you I, go. You, you have a you have a little work to do is to get caught up and watch a little bit of a Home Improvement. It's uh, you know it's well, cultural. If I do that, you know what you have. To do. <laughs> Summertime, Lord of the Rings. Here we go. We got to get caught up in that. All right, we don't have a lot of time. We're gonna make it a quick and fast and a final college football Power Five. Here we go. All right, Christian, kick us off. What is number one, or sorry, number five on your cultural power five? I was going to say, we got to start with five. Florida State in Louisville, Jordan Travis, the injury in Kentucky upsetting Louisville, handing them their second loss last weekend kind of robs us of what, in all intents and purposes, would have been another playoff game. But such is life, and so we get uh, one with a little bit less meaning and one where Florida State may perhaps struggle. That's your number five? Wow. That's my number five. That's the best part about this. My number five, I'm actually going to the AAC. SMU Tulane is my number five game. Look, SMU's got a phenomenal offense, and Tulane has one of the better quarterbacks that you probably don't know about in uh, Pratt. Uh, If you're a K-State fan, you know about him because he beat you last year. But nonetheless, uh, the AAC has had some pretty good games this year. Uh, UT San Antonio, as you mentioned, that was the Tulane UTSA was a game last week. Pretty darn good game. Uh, is what that was. So I think it's going to continue uh, with UT, or sorry, not with UT, with SMU and Tulane. I expect quite a few points to be scored in this game. Uh, right now, the over under sitting at 47.5. Maybe, I think I maybe hit the over. Uh, Tulane, by the way, a four point favorite at this point in time over SMU for the American Athletic Championship. On to number four. Number four, I've got Michigan and Iowa. And let's be real here, Michigan or Iowa's defense and special teams next level. They're simply incredible, but come on, Michigan is the better football team, plain and simple. They are 23 and a half point favorites uh, in this one, and you know, it, it could end up being worse than that. So I've got them down at number four, but hey, Iowa loves to play in close games and they love to have their defense keep them in it. I'm not gonna count them out, but I am gonna count them out. I'll tell you where that game ranks on mine. Not even in the honorable mention. It's not even a top seven game. 
that game is going to be over. Iowa has no offense. Their defense is good, but Michigan will find a way to score on them. Look out. It's going to be a bloodbath in the Big Ten title game. My number four is is Big 12 in Jerry's world, Texas, Oklahoma State. It's a 14.5-point favorite spread in favor of Texas. It's over under 55. That seems like a lot of points. They must think Texas is going to blow the doors off Oklahoma State. The key will be, can Ollie Gordon run? If Ollie Gordon can get a lot of carries, keep the ball away from the Texas offense, Oklahoma State can stay in it. I think okay, Okie State has a chance of keeping it close, and wouldn't it be so Texas to wet this one down their leg? Because, honestly, they could possibly get into the playoff with a little bit of help, but this would be the type of game they'd wet themselves and not get it done. So, Okie State, Texas, my number, uh, number, number four on the cultural power five. On the number three... My number three is your number four. I think you put it perfectly. This is a very Texas game to lose. But, yeah, there are scenarios where this can be a playoff game. This can be a little bit of a win-in-your-in type of thing. Uh, you know, they need a little bit of help, but at number seven, and with their only loss, of course, coming in that tight Red River, Red River rivalry ball game, I mean, they have a shot at it. But Okie State, I think. Yeah, 14 and a half. I might, I might take the plus 14 and a half on that. I don't know about you. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's uh, Okie State probably covers that, in my opinion. We'll see. On to number three for me. I've got the AAC or the ACC championship game, Louisville, Florida State. Look, Florida State doesn't have their top quarterback. It's probably That's probably going to make this game a little bit more intriguing. If Jordan Travis was playing, I think Florida State would probably be about a touchdown to 10-point favorite. They're not. But Louisville, in first-year head coach Jeff Brom's first season, has been so good. They throw the ball well. They're a good offensive team. Uh, They can run the ball. They're really, really good. Coach Brom is a phenomenal coach. He really, truly is. Uh, Right now, it started at 4.5 in favor of SFU. It's down to 2.5 right now. I still think Florida State's the more complete, better team. I think they win, but I think this game is really good. I think it's going to be very entertaining. That is my number three. On to number two, Christian. Number two, I've got Georgia and Bama, and this is another one where if things go Bama's way, this could be a win, and you're in, of course, if Georgia wins, uh, they will stay at number one. I think Georgia has looked, in my opinion, the best football team in the nation for the large portion of the season, and believe it or not, Carson Beck, their quarterback, is kind of their X factor when he <clears throat> it doesn't even struggle but plays okay throws a pick a buck 75 they struggle like they did against georgia tech they struggle like they did against auburn but when he throws 298 and three touchdowns they demolish good teams like they did at tennessee like they did at ole miss he's their x factor which at quarterback is a risky place to have it but uh, i think this will be a very good ball game the way bama is playing right now and boy does nick saban want them in bad folks The SEC is down this year. It's not been a good year for SEC football. It's not been very good. But these are the best two teams. And I'm telling you right now, the wrong team is favored. UGA is going down, folks. Alabama's going to win this thing. There feels like there's something special on this Alabama thing. They're they're six-point dogs. I I think they're going to win this thing. I think Georgia's going to lose. Georgia hasn't played anybody. Alabama's a little bit more seasoned uh, and and, kind of calloused up against tougher opponents. I think they're going to beat Georgia, and I think that's going to knock the SEC out of the playoff, especially if Texas can beat Okie State. Oh, please, God, please, please, in the last year of the 14 playoff, do not have an SEC team in there. It'd be so heavenly, but uh, we'll see. I think Alabama gets Georgia. That is my number two as well, and now we all know we're number one. Number one, 
Oregon and Washington. This, folks, is a playoff game. We mentioned some other teams. Just, oh, if this team wins, they might have a shot. Or this team needs some help. This literally is a Oregon wins, they are in. Washington wins, they are in. And in both of those scenarios, the other one is out. Get this, Washington undefeated. They beat Oregon in a very tight ball game earlier this season. But believe it or not, Oregon nine and a half point favorites. Yeah, that spread seems absolutely massive. Couldn't agree. It's number one. It is a win and be in and continue to play in the college football playoff. That's what makes it number one. Simple as that. So don't need to expand. But yes, you're right. Uh, that nine and a half point spread is wild. That should be like three <laughs> or two and a half. It should be a lot closer. All right, we got to get the walk off. A three run walk off home run. A game winning walk off with a walk off. His second walk off hit of the season. In walk off fashion. Real quickly, I want to throw an honorable mention in the College Roll Power 5, New Mexico State Liberty. Come on now. This ought to be a New Mexico State, by the way, and Jerry Kill. If you have any connection to Kansas football, like and I'm talking at the grassroots level, Jerry Kill is your guy. He's a Kansas guy. He has a lot of Kansas kids playing for New Mexico State. They've won 10 games for the first time since 1960. They take on Liberty in the Conference USA title game. That's on Friday. That'll be kind of interesting to follow along. Uh so mentioned the other college football news, Sean Lewis, Colorado offensive coordinator, going to be going to South Dakota State. After he got demoted at CU, I'm not surprised. He got on the first train out of Boulder to do something else after getting demoted. Bobby Petrino, by the way, back at Arkansas. How weird is that? Considering he was, you know, fired there from too long ago. Super, super dumb. And, of course, do not forget tonight, we talked about college basketball. Northwest Tech men and women back in action tonight. They're on the road down at Seward County. So good luck to the Mavericks and Lady Mavs. Final thoughts? Got Colorado and number 20 Colorado State. Ooh, big college game tonight. They have one loss combined between the two of them. Colorado was 18th until an OT loss to FSU last week. I think this is going to be a great ball game. Yep, I couldn't agree more. That'll do it for us today. For Christian Peck Dimmitt, I'm Roz Folkmer. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow on a Thursday. It's been The Blitz.